What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast on the internet, the One Up Games Cast. I am one of your hosts, Carl Sinclair, joined as always by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, the Chewy to my Han, the R2D2 to my C3PO, Jack Gibb. How you doing, brother? Don't know half that means, but I'm here, brother. How you doing? I'm doing well. Actually, I forgot to send it, but I have saved it. So I found something the other day that I was going to send as like a little joke. I don't want you to actually watch it because that'll make me cry. But someone made a YouTube video playing all of the Star Wars movies at the same time on the same screen. And I'm like, this is a great way for Jack to power watch this shit and get straight through it. But I was like, no, because then he might actually do it. (laughs) We've got to be careful. But, um... Yeah, it's just so funny. I should send it through later and just like, we just don't tell Jake that I've told you about it. We'll just send it through and <laughs> see what he says. But uh, yeah, man, well, you'll know what it means eventually. We'll get you playing some Star Wars Outlaws, mate. It'll be the it'll be the gateway drug for you into Star Wars. Or, we really do. We really do need to sit in a Discord call and just watch through the Star Wars films, honestly. Or, Maybe a I Christmas mean, treat for us. I was going to say, we should like... Like watch one a month or something, and then like in the lead up to packs, we should be there to watch the last one, and we can all watch it together in a room. Oh yeah, what about the last Sunday of every month? There we go. We've we've locked it in. I expect Jack's full review of A New Hope <laughs> next month. He'll have it. A New Hope, mate. Great, great Star Wars movie. The first Star Wars movie. Well, we are a gaming podcast, mate. We you we used to have a. A movie podcast we should probably uh go back to that at some stage but yeah no we're a gaming podcast we're gonna talk about games mate before we get into what we are talking about hey ben mate what's going on with you how are you i'm good mate i didn't expect you to ask um no i'm good oh, i'm sorry i'm uh <laughs> that sounds rude doesn't it i um no i've been good uh a lot of work good. not a lot of gaming um not much in between. That's... I did manage to fit Loki in. That was surprising that I could fit that in. Did you like Loki? I did. Very I feel much like it. we haven't spoken about it. Good, good. Did you like it more than season one? Or oh, season one was such a such a foundational treat. I I think I think it's. I have be- a controversial opinion. Like I think it's better in a lot of ways, like hundreds of ways. But I something that doesn't want me to say it's better than season one. You know what I mean? Like I just think. That like the last episode of season one was like ten out of ten, and the last episode of season two is ten out of ten, but without season one's final episode, you know what I mean? Like it's just it it often you can't often you sort of sit there and go oh, I shouldn't like you know of course season one had to exist before season two, but like man does Loki just sit on top of season one? You know what I mean? Like so um. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. They're both they're both fucking top tier though. What's your controversial opinion? So I was like having the same sort of moral dilemma. Like, do I like season one more? Do I like season two more? And I just the thought about it, like, I don't need to give an answer. I like them both, so I'm just not even going to see them as seasons. I see Loki as just a straight through show. It tells one story all the way through to the end. And it does a really good job of doing it. It is it's better than any other like Marvel that, shit though. lately. It is like that though. It doesn't. Mm. It doesn't like I don't think season two references. Well, I think he mentions he has a brother at some point, but like I don't think it really references the MCU like much at all. Like as in, it's like obviously it's after season one, but it's not really clear to me where in the timeline it sits. Like I'm sure I could Google it and it makes sense wherever it sits, but it's like the show doesn't reference like 
the events of Ant-Man or, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the show, the thing about Loki and a lot of the Disney Plus shows is like they could just not exist and it wouldn't matter. But Loki's so good that it's like, I wouldn't accept that as like a thought. Like it needs to exist. I uh, have to apologize to people listening. I put a can under the table in hopes I could open it without the mic peeking. And I, I cracked it and I watched the mic go up. I'm so sorry. This is a random can crack in the middle of this. I, I, think, I think Discord has uh, taken the crack out. It did not come through. Oh, bloody Discord. Well, that's just for everyone at home. That's between you and me at home. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought I could I do this silently. I've realized... Dude, I realized I'm going to open my drink and I'm like, I can go the whole show without a drink. And then I thought, nah, fuck it. I'll hold it under the table and I'll be okay. And I just was watching the mic as I crack it. I just watch it fucking zoom all the way up to the red. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, no. Mate, so anybody wondering what the hell that sound was, that was me and I apologize. You know the rules. You make a sound with food or drink. You need to share with everybody what you're having. I'm having a... I'm having a The Refresh. Um, it is uh, zero sugar, seven calorie energy drink. It's uh, a lot healthier for me than the normal energy drink I would drink. So this is my happy medium sort of thing. Keeps me keeps me awake and alert. It's very. It's like no sugar, um, no fat, no protein, lots of energy, <laughs> um, and a lot less caffeine than uh, a normal V, which is good. Giving, so I'm able to have a. It's giving real like vegan burger vibe vibes. Yeah, but yeah, it's like a vegan V, basically. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying a new flavor tonight, citrus lemonade. And after my first sip, I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't know. That, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it might be a flavor that grows on me. Like, I need, like, like no, when no, it, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, like when it comes, well, I bought, a, I, I'm smart. I bought a single can, and if I enjoy it, I'll buy a four pack. But they do a uh, watermelon one. Oh my goodness, it's so good. It's so good. But there were two other flavors. So there's the citrus lemonade and there's also a um that green apple that I'm uh, that I think I'm going to like. Mm. So if I alternate between the green apple and the watermelon, two flavors that I actually really enjoy, might be all right. Uh, but yeah, citrus lemonade, I'll see how I feel after I finish the can. Once I finish the can, I should I should like have had enough time with it to sort of be like this might be something I drink again. Um we'll actually this is very good. Mate, look for it. I mean, it's very gaming related. It's an energy drink, you know what I mean? I'm reviewing energy drinks for the boys out there who are going to sit down for Mad Cod sessions. Speaking of Cod, season one, mate, of Modern Warfare 3 is coming, and they have announced a chunky amount of content, which for a first season drop is surprising. It's interesting. It's interesting. The Call of Duty that was advertised to us, Modern Warfare 3, featuring Modern Warfare 2 maps and Modern Warfare 2 gameplay features, mm. will no longer exist after Season 1 begins. Like, this no. game is going to go back to just being this year's new COD. I'm not complaining, but it's like, it's like if they didn't have that scope of like, ah, oh, we're celebrating the anniversary of Call of Duty with a Modern Warfare 2 spiritual reboot, if you will, um, it's it's almost like like I like all this shit could have just easily been tossed into the first release of the game, and normally I would be a little bit disappointed that they held stuff back, but I am so happy 
that they gave us that few weeks of just old school Modern Warfare 2. Like, you know, as close as can be. Like, obviously, there's a few things that aren't, aren't the same. But, like, I don't know. I, I'm not mad about this. This season is huge. It is by far mm. bigger than any season we've had of Call of Duty before, I think. I'm right in saying that. Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start, man? Where, what are we unpacking first here? There, there is a lot. Well, I'll do a general rundown of everything. Like, they do that, like, season sort of, like, collage that they always do. So I'll go over the season collage, and then whatever we want to talk about off the collage, we can go over it. I've got the Call of Duty blog open, so if you need to pull anything from there, we can go straight to it. Right. Um, so Warzone's back. Um, El Mazra's out. All hail God. Um, he's real. Um, so Almazra is out and Urzikstan is in. For everybody playing zombies right now, you've already been playing on the new Warzone map because Urzikstan is the zombies map. Um, so I hope you've been paying attention to POIs and stuff like that because, you know, you're going to need it when you're running into Warzone. Uh, we've got some returning maps. We've got Vondal coming back in a chic island. There's a brand new Gulag. The modes we're getting for Warzone are Battle Royale, Plunder, and Resurgence, which is really good. I'm actually glad that we're not just dropping in with just BR and then waiting for Resurgence and Plunder later on. I'm glad that they're day one. Um, I kind of wish Resurgence was mid-season, to be honest, but I'm not going to complain. Like, this is, this is still better than what we got last year. Yeah, our, our mid-season uh, for Warzone is going to be the new Champions Quest, so it looks like they're not going to let you nuke until mid-season, which I think is good. Yeah, um, yeah, it gives people time to actually get used to the map and stuff without worrying about a, a team of freaking crackheads fucking nuking the, the middle of the game, so that's really good. Um, the features in the new map are drivable train, uh, which is that. really interesting. So it's been described as it's like a moving... POI. It has a shop on it. It has chests on it. So you can land on there. You can affect the speed and the direction of the train. So you can literally move. Like it's like a moving fortress for you and your team if you can take it. Um, horizontal zip lines. So instead of just going up, you can now go from building to building. Uh, big game bounty contracts. Uh, I assume they're just contracts that are like uh, will be harder to complete than normal. Uh, quality of life updates, which we will go over because holy shit they actually listened which is crazy uh flyby public event um i, I don't know what it's going to be but i'm, I'm excited for it I'm, that's probably something happening in the map on the war zone like in your game session there's like something goes down like a plane crash or something right yeah like, I, I, I would say so yeah that's cool um now we'll move on to the stuff being added to MW3. So we're getting new maps. We're getting Meat, Day 1, Greece, Day 1, Rio in the mid-season, and a new 2v2 map called Training Facility, which will be joining four other maps because Gunfight's back. Um, we got two new kill streaks. We have The Swarm, and we have an EMP. Ranked play will be coming mid-season. Uh, Vortex is coming mid-season. Tenatus is coming mid-season. Sorry, Spore Yard is coming mid-season. New modes, we've got Gunfight, like we said, adding all or nothing. And mid-season, we're getting Headquarters. Infected is coming mid-season, thank God. Um, and Team Gunfight is coming mid-season. Um, MWZ, we're getting new story mission. We're getting Dark Ether Rifts, which is cool. We're getting a new Wonder Weapon, the VR-11, which looks like a Destiny-ass gun, but if you're a Zombies fan, you know what it is. We're getting new schematics. Prestige challenges are coming, and the Prestige emblems actually look good. Um, and in season, we're getting a new Warlord added to MWZ, who is one of the new operators, Dokubi. Um, 
in season we're getting a holiday event with a themed map and modes. It's called Santa's Slayground, and we're also getting a uh, Santa. It's going to be expensive as hell, but it's like a, a new Santa skin where uh, it's called Santa Nors, and it's a zombie version of Santa, and it's going to have uh, weapons, traces. It's going to be a, a big deal. Um, it kind of reminds me of like the Mastercraft stuff from like Cold War, where it was like weapons that were like big deals. Well, it looks like these skins are going to be big deals. Um, as far as skins go, we're getting uh, Dune Part 2. Um, we're going to get a Paul skin in mid-season. We're going to get a Fade skin mid-season. We're getting Trial of Power Modern Warfare 3 event for Dune in the season. We're also getting a new boys event in season. We're getting A-Train as a skin. They have it classified as um, the skin, but you can definitely tell from the silhouette that it's this superhero chick firecracker or whatever they called her. Like, that's already been, like, leaked by the community, so I don't know why they bothered. Um, and we're also getting a souped-up multiplayer limited-time event. Um, a limited time mode in MW3. Um, as far as operators go and weapons go, we're getting five weapons. Uh, in the battle pass, we're getting the XRK Stalker, new sniper rifle. Uh, we're getting a Ram 7 in the battle pass. Uh, we're getting a Storm Ender in the battle pass. It looks like a combination between a shotgun and a sniper. I'm not 100% sure what it is. Uh, Mid-season, we're getting the HRM9. And also in season, we're getting the TAC Evolver um, or Evolvier however they want to say it. And that one was already leaked because um, for some reason, um, if you were using the TAC in, MW, in MW3 multiplayer and you were doing the right thing, you were already unlocking camos for this gun uh, that wasn't even released. So good job, Cod. Um, the operators were getting Nolan, which surprises me and we're getting uh, a new operator called Dokubi. Nolan and Dokubi are going to be on the Cortex side so we've got two bad guys coming and the Black Cell operator looks freaking sick and his name is Abolisher and he is going to be spec group. So we've got one good guy, two bad guys. Um, where do you want to start? Jesus Christ. <clears throat> um, what is the Vortex mode? Uh, so the, the te Tenanus and Spore Yard and Satan's Quarry maps are like, looks like they're getting yeah, okay. existing maps being taken I... over. Do, do you know what that is? Let me see if I can find something on it on the blog. Sorry, doing this shit on the fly. That's probably the thing I know the least about here. So I feel like we'll start with Yeah, that. it also feels like the thing that they didn't really touch on very much, too, eh? Like, oh, they've like just added all, these yeah. maps and, yeah, put like said there's going to be a new mode. I would assume it, like, it's... It must have been an event or something. Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know, extend thing. No, like, uh, no bigger maps, which is interesting. They're all six feet yeah. six, um, which is cool. I, I, yeah, I feel like, um, me and, uh, Jake and I played, um, the war game mode the other night. Oh, I've been waiting for you. Um, um, and mate, it's actually, it's pretty good. Like it, uh, reminds me a lot more of, um, reminds me a lot more of, um, the war mode from World War Two than it does the last couple so that it's actually quite fun and um but again people are playing it and not playing it properly so it's like okay it's frustrating let me search what mw3 vortex mode is 
uh it's a limited time game mode uh vortex is a limited time game mode coming to season three in vortex players can use the ray gun from the zombies mode vortex is played on remixed mw3 maps okay so it's a multiplayer zombie mode basically so it looks like um satan's quarry Sporyard, and tennis are remixes of um maps already in the game so spore yard is a zombified version of scrapyard satan's quarry is a zombified version of quarry and uh tenetus is a zombified version of rust and uh yeah it's gonna it looks like it's gonna be oh it's, it's, i think it's just gonna be like a cool little zombies limited time mode maybe like um maybe sort of taking from infected like you'll have a team of zombies and a team of um a team of guys using ray guns and your objective is to zombify the other teams while not getting destroyed by ray guns by the looks of it which is cool i i'm it's not gonna lie yeah, that, that interests me and just something to break up the general gunplay i guess like i i welcome it honestly it sounds um it sounds pretty cool and honestly they're doing remixes of like three maps like they will but i'd love for those maps not to disappear and just be part of like a playlist you know what i mean like just to yeah. like shake up a little bit you know what i mean like they've got the opportunities here and people would play on them so all depends on what they want to do but yeah vortex very interesting uh i don't know i guess that become like mid-season or something when with the zombies update maybe but it's cool that they're also using that sort of stuff like they're they're it feels like they're trying to keep everything together, you know what I mean? Like having like a little zombie mode in in multiplayer might promote people to go play zombies. So that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, new maps, 6v6 and 2v2s. So meet, we're getting at launch. Um, it looks very good. Um, it reminds me a lot of a map from Modern Warfare. Um, but yeah, uh, it's looking at the map itself right now it's not very big. <laughs> it's not very big. So it feels like there's going to be a, a like... It looks about. It looks. It looks smaller than Rust. I, I think the problem, like, like the pace of Call of Duty's gotten a lot faster over the years, and the Modern Warfare Two maps that we have in the game already are mostly pretty big. So I think they're yeah. probably just trying to like inject a few smaller ones. Because um, Greece looks like a bigger map, but not massive. Like more of a medium. Like probably no. yeah, on the larger side compared to what we usually get. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I think I think it's a fine collection of content. Uh, new two v two map, which is good. Don't blame them for bringing a few forward from Modern, excuse me, from Modern Warfare two. To be honest, yeah. Um, I don't know. Some extra guns, right? Some extra guns is good. I didn't think there was a ton of guns that came with Modern Warfare three, so to, so to see five new ones in this season, that feels good. Um, yeah, all the shit in the stores not like not terrible. Uh, you know, it's obviously it's more money, but good collection of shit. Um, mm. game modes like uh, you know even just some classics like headquarters and infected you know like that's good to see that coming in early in the uh, in the year um, yeah well, it also makes me think right. like like seeing these modes coming right now also makes me think like hell like they're dropping these early it'd be cool if we seen in a couple of seasons time even next season like one in the chamber and some more party games being added because I mean mm. 
with with adding these modes, I would say most of the modes from Modern Warfare Two are now in the game. Yeah, we just need demolition. Just really need. Yeah, demolition. honestly, it's so much. just like team oh. gunfight a mix up on gunfight like if they're willing to mix up modes like i'd like to see them mix up some other modes as well like maybe mix up infected and stuff like that as well like that could be cool yeah for sure it's good to see them trying some new stuff as well and uh you know classic like rank play bringing that in start it's mid-season that's coming but uh coming nonetheless yeah it would um, be funny if they did a remix of infected where one person spawns in not infected and his job is to cure everybody around the map cool yeah, there we go. Uh, it's got to be some creative but options in there. That would be cool. Like, it's effectively the same game mode, but, like, yeah. Like, just make all of the... Everyone super fast, and the, and the other guy's, like... He can, like, throw syringes and shit to, like, bring people back from, like, yeah. Like, that could be cool. That'd be sick. Just mix it up a little bit. Are you going to partake in the Santa Slayground? Are you, you going gonna, you gonna to play oh, the holiday yeah. mode? I dare say I will. I dare say I will. I kind of wish it wasn't a zombie Santa. If that, like, I can't, like, I, like, I feel like everything they're doing is like very zombie focused because then, like, you can, you know, use those skins in zombies and stuff like that. I feel like they're trying to promote people going into zombies. Why, like, why couldn't yeah, we get like it's a, the a wrong like way around? Like, it's not Treyarch yeah. zombies where you have a fan base of ten years or more of people that want to play your next one. Like, this is a new yeah. mode it's it's not like i'm not saying it's bad but it's like just see like you couldn't even get dmz out of beta like and i'm not not saying it should have been out of beta for what it was but as in they couldn't get it out there just see if this mode's popular or good first maybe just someone was like i was, I was talking about this with someone today and they're like well what would you do then and i thought of a really cool mode right so it's like two teams of six and then I thought maybe you could take it to like 10v10 and put it on like a bigger map. But here's here's my pitch, right? So what it base what it effectively is is team deathmatch, right? But it's all holiday themed and shit like that. But like once it's you make the cat a hundred, but the first team to get to fifty kills, right, then gets a like a, a care package grenade. You throw that and it drops down and the spec crew side get a juggernaut that looks like santa claus and the cortex side get a juggernaut that looks like the krampus and then you have one person on each team who's just a fucking powerhouse and the goal is to keep santa alive and krampus alive because it's like quidditch the person who kills santa juggernaut or the person that kills krampus juggernaut will win the whole game regardless of what the score is so say you're on like 99 and they're on like 65, but you were able to kill Santa. Like it doesn't matter that they're on 99. Like the game's over. Like you've won. Like you were able to kill Christmas. Sick. Like I feel like that could be fucking sick, right? Like at a game mode like that, it could be super cool. And then you've got like, you can still have the zombie Santa skin in like the store or something, but it's just a cooler take on like, or a different take on like what a Christmas mode could be. But yeah, I thought that could be cool. Like having like a juggernaut drop, but like when the when you like put the juggernaut suit on, it's like all red and you have a big belt on with like smoke grenades on the belt yeah, yeah, and you yeah. have a big sack on your back and there's just bullets falling out of it as you run. And like, you've got the big jug helmet on, but it's got a big beard hanging from it and everything like that. And yeah, like I thought, um, like the, the mini gun. Bangs. 
yes dude like the minigun was like i had an idea in my head of um like the barrels look like candy canes oh. right and and the actual like bit you're holding on to is the sleigh and like yeah when you reload the magazine it could have a different name of a reindeer on it or anything like that and then you like shooting it and stuff yeah i thought that could be super cool and then krampus you could yeah go wild with the specter side you know make him look all scary and shit put the horns on the front and all that sort of stuff like that yeah, could be cool don't want to do it but of course the person is like what would you do and i said that and they're like yeah i'd play that like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd play it too. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird that they've zombified Santa. Like, it would be interesting if they, they took a different approach with it, but I'm not going to complain. Still pretty good. Yeah, Infected, I'm excited about. Headquarters is going to be good. Team Gunfight, 6v6 version of Gunfight, is going to be interesting. Um, I, I kind of like it. Um, they're real close to 3v3. You know what I mean? Like, like, even if they want to go, like, like cutthroat loadouts, you know, where you get a set loadout in, in cutthroat, like, I would not say no to that. Like, that would be cool. That, it's... That's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's all we're after here is the consistent weapons on each team. Like, the format doesn't have to be gunfight. It's just the yep. the even lobbies um, are so good. We got new vests and perks. So we have the assassin vest um, or stealthy killer. Um, so you get two equipment slots, you get, um, uh, more tactical, more lethal, but your field upgrades removed and, uh, gear slots, glove, boots, and gear, uh, kills don't display, um, skulls, you remove immune to UAV and enemy radar effects, uh, it duplicate, uh, effects do not stack. So if you, like, if it's equipped with like other stuff that does the same thing, it won't stack. New kill streak, we've got, um... The swarm, so you need 15 kills. It deploys a number of... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's going to suck. <laughs> deploys a large number of mosquito drones to provide blanket coverage over the entire area. <laughs> well, shit. That, that re reminds me of the swarm from, from, like, Black Ops 2. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, an EMP, um, 13 kills. Electromagnetic pulse to disrupt enemy kill streaks and equipment. Uh, ranked is coming mid-season, so that's pretty exciting. Um, can't wait to get destroyed in that. Um, so the zombie stuff, we've got a new story act. Um, a massive gateway has appeared in the exclusion zone. Investigate the area and engage in new endgame content. Enter the dark ether rifts. A new labyrinth-like experience. Challenging squads to complete a series of objectives in given time. Find sigils to unlock dark ether rifts and earn rewards in completion. So the dark ether rifts are actually pretty interesting. So basically, the way the story for zombies ends, um, a rift opens up and all sorts of stuff happens. But there's going to be like rifts around the map, and they're like challenges. So you and your team walk up and activate the rift, and you all walk through, and you're sort of in a challenge room, and you've got to complete the challenge in a set amount of time in order to gain rewards and stuff. So that's a cool new thing to add on top of all the stuff doing on the map. I think it's good. I think it's going to break up like, because right now it's very DMZ. Like you go down, you do contracts, you get weapons that you want to keep for a good run that you go in and you fight bosses and all that sort of stuff. You know, you pack, you do your thing, you get out. I'm actually one of the people that's like, just get rid of the timer. I, like just let us be in there for as long as we want you know what i mean like the time limit like really limits what we're able to do just let us go in grind do what we want to do we'll exfil when we're ready um i mean yeah 
I just get rid of the timer. Um, but yeah, these these rifts will be fun to do, hopefully. Uh, yeah, new Wonder Weapon and a Warlord. Uh, we're getting the VR11 Wonder Weapon. Um, we're getting new schematics, so I assume, like, weapon schematics and maybe some Packer Punch schematics. Um, and then, yeah, Dokubi, who is the new operator, is going to become a Warlord. Um, because, yeah, the Warlord that you actually fight at the moment is... He's weak source, but to get to him is freaking annoying. Like, you remember that uh, that outpost we did with the helicopter flying around? Yeah. You, me, and Jake were trying to get done. So, yeah, inside was the Warlord in there. And if once you complete that, you can kill that Warlord. But he, like, gets one-shotted. <laughs> it's, like, quite funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um... We go, yeah. So, the new classified schematics, uh, schematic, uh, dog bone. So, consume the dog bone to summon the strongest friendly hellhound companion. Um, uh, the pet hellhound will follow you and attack nearby threats until your health runs out. Um, this season one item can take off the heat when it's really needed. Uh, yeah, just like at the moment, you can actually get the dogs to follow you with zombie meat so i guess the dog bones just like a, a easier way to do it um the golden armor plate consuming a new golden armor plate replaces the armor carrier and plates that automatically repair over time in addition to providing the user additional damage resistance so a golden armor plate is basically an armor that will repair itself uh, you just gotta run around with it on so that's kind of cool uh the ether blade yeah it's pretty cool the ether blade um is a throwing knife with infinite ammo and is like a boomerang. So after striking an enemy, the ether blade locates the next nearest enemy and will hit it before returning to the operator. That's sick. I actually like that a lot. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, the new Warlord Doku is coming mid-season. Um, so... Anything interesting here? We'll turn in the fleet program. No, not really. Uh War zones here. We're going to Urzikstan. Um, uh, but the carrying forward maps are Ashika Island and Vondor, thank God, because they're actually pretty good maps. Um, the Codmus event, encounter zombie Santa and go undead deer hunting. Um, the map will be filled with holiday trees. Um, there'll be new events and rewards going on as well. And it looks like you'll be able to throw snowballs instead of grenades. Um, so that's cool. Um, yeah, the, the Urzikstan map is legitimately the zombies map. So if you've been playing on the zombies map, you'll have a pretty good idea, a good idea of where everything is and where to go. Um, unless like, you'll know all about the outside if you're playing zombies, but I doubt <laughs> you know anything about the middle. Um, <laughs> God, um, to celebrate the launch of Urzikstan, all modes will be set on a new big map for the first 48 hours of season one. Um, Battle Royale, Resurgence, and Plunder. They'll all be on Uzbekistan. Um, lockdown's returning in the middle of the season. All squad sizes for Battle Royale on Uzbekistan will be available all season long. Oh, that's good. So you can do singles, duos, trios, or quads. They're all available. They're not locking any of them away. Oh, that's nice. It's Yeah, that's really good. Which, yeah, I hope they do that for uh, Vondel and Ashika as well. That'd be good. Um they probably won't because they know I think it's going to go back to a map rotation so they they will but you won't be able to pick the map I don't hate that oh I don't either I'm I'm like a secret island is is pretty good Vondel's pretty excellent and the new map I mean love it or hate it it's not going anywhere so um yeah all sounds from, good 
my experience with the new map in zombies, I, I, I like it. I It doesn't seem to be like trying too hard, does it? No. And I think it all depends on the color palette of the base map because zombies is very dark and everything like that. Yeah. If, if like this map drops and it's fucking orange, like freaking the last map was, I'm going to be like, guys, come on. Like, what the fuck? If it drops and it's actually got like a, like a mellow color palette, I think that'll be okay. It's just the fact that there was so much freaking sand and one city in the last map. Whereas this one feels like pockets of like different places that you can go. Like they have a docklands, they have like a whole bunch of water around. The center is like a cluster of like little like cities in the middle. Uh, I don't know. I just, it feels, it feels like won't know until I've actually played BR on it. So that'll be fun. But yeah. Um, there's going to be uh, movement changes at launch. So they're making changes to slide cancelling, tax stance, ADS while sliding, running while reloading, a slight movement boost when using the tactical sim. Finally, I don't even know why they took that away. Did you notice they took that away? No. Was it in so Warzone when, at one point? It was in Modern Warfare 2 at one point. So what you were able to do was when you would stim, um, you, you would run faster and heal like straight away but when you stim now um you just keep the same movement speed so that, like the whole so yeah the whole point of the tactical in in the in the tactical stim was that uh they assumed you would hit the stim while being shot on that's why you would move quicker it was all part of being tactical it wasn't right. just about healing yourself it was also about like increasing movement speed to actually get out of the gunfight that you were clearly losing yeah um and they took that away but um yeah, they're coming back now. There are additional changes, but they're they're in the patch notes. I won't go too crazy into it. Um, so here, oh, this is some good shit. This is some good shit. So these are improvements and updates to Warzone. Backup pistol. Always have a dedicated pistol when swimming or climbing ladders or ledge hanging, no matter your loadout. So good. Really I'll probably like still that. have a Vondel loadout, but that's a really good improvement. Yeah. Um, improved water combat. Alongside the dedicated pistol improvements have been made to water visibility. Um, is now easier and uh, to see targets both when in and out of water. So jumping into water now, you won't just disappear from the view of the people looking into the water. You'll be able to see them a little bit clearer, but also you're able to see the people out of the water clearer as well. I, I don't hate that, but I think on Vondel that'll be interesting because like the water is so prominent in that map and yeah. hiding in it is so viable. Whereas, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, you know. At least you got a pistol in the water now, so... Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we'll know whether or not, like, it was a mistake when we do it, but it could literally just be something of, like, you can, like, it may not even be that big a change. You can just notice people moving in there now rather than when they go under the water, they disappear completely. It may still yeah. be hard to track them. I, I want to be very clear. Not, not, not really a complaint from me, more just a... Like, I think that's quite a significant... Like, could, could be significant. It, it might not be, but um, I think on the new map... Like when you're swimming across a whole fucking lake, it won't really matter one way or another. Like <laughs> you're pretty fucking out in the open. What else we got? This one I really like, and I'm pretty sure it was in the original Warzone, and they took it away, but now it's back. So manual gas mask. You can now manually choose when to equip the gas mask. Uh, when looking at a gas mask on the ground, players will be presented with two options, equip it or stow it. Equipping the gas mask will begin the uh, the equip animation of putting it on their face. 
stowing the gas mask from placing in the backpack to place manually cook later on. As a result, the animation will no longer interrupt gameplay. And importantly, players will only hear the heavy breathing sound effect while in gas. I like that. I do like that. It, Experiments it gas grenade. I was going to say, like, it wasn't terrible in the last war zone. It was just that case of like when you stepped into the gas for like half a second and like, the whole fucking thing's going on. It's like, yeah. I, I think having control over it will just feel better even if tactically it doesn't really change what you do but for some people it will tactically change what they do well like it's just going to be good to like have that option because like there are times where like we'll pop out of the gas for a second to grab a gun or we know that we're like 10 seconds away from being out of the gas at least then we don't have to sacrifice one or two ticks on a freaking gray gas mask yeah you know what i mean we know we're going to need it for later on i feel like just even at that level it's going to feel so much better going into like a final fight with a gas mask that's full because we knew we were safe earlier on running through the gas and not wasting it i like yeah it's a good change i'm glad well it's a good return i'm glad they brought it back um the tear gas tactical now deals gas damage as such it can be countered with the gas mask i like that i like that a lot that's good uh dedicated ammo this is great holy shit dedicated ammo slots so specific new like in the backpack there is a specific spot for ammo now allowing quick and easy access the slots will automatically be filled as players find ammo additional ammo can be sorted in the all-purpose backpack slots so you've got like three slots separate from your backpack that is just for the ammo for the guns you are carrying so it doesn't take up space in the backpack yeah, so it doesn't take up space anymore. I do which like is great. you can get extra ammo if you want, though. I do like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, if you're like, hey, I'm getting a sniper later. Because you might find people stowing ammo in their backpack that they will never use. Yeah, throw it out in the gas or something. Um, they're adding loot rarity. So weapons, equipment, and kill streaks will now appear with a color-coded tool tip to indicate the value and rarity of the item, as well as if the weapon is from a custom loadout. I think that's just helpful. Like, you know, that... If you're in the heat of battle and there's like a blue and a green sitting there, you know, you know what to grab. Just it just feels like something that should have been there for a long time. Um, yeah. Uh, contract activation. Laptop players will now activate contracts by interacting uh, with larger, easily more identifiable laptops found throughout the map, oh, in, as opposed to the phones. That's really nice. Um, yeah. Updated TAC Mac icons. The entirety of the TAC Mac has TAC map has been updated to better serve you with a variety of easily distinguishable icons. Uh, classic red dots. The classic minimap will feature within Call of Duty Warzone. Firing unsuppressed weapons, causing operators to momentarily appear as a red dot on the minimap. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Improved loot spreading. Players will now notice that the loot distribution and spread while opening a supply box or eliminating an enemy has received improvements to minimize loot overlap and facilitate loot identification. So it sounds like they're going back to the circle thing that they did in Warzone 1, where you killed the guy, all the loot spread out into a circle, and you were able to figure out exactly what you needed and where you needed to go. And yeah, never really seemed to have a problem in Warzone 1, picking shit up. Yeah. I don't know why they changed so many things. Uh, quality of life carry forward. For the new chapter of Warzone, all existing quality of life improvements that have been made this year will carry forward. So that's good. What does that mean? So any changes that they've made to, like, health pool um flash grenades grenades you know anything that they've had to change over the last year we're not going oh, back to like right okay yeah cool yeah. yeah we're not going back to like hey this is new war zone it's like hey this way we are just swapping out maps for war zone like war zone is continuing on we're just putting in a new map basically and, and, and adding more quality of life changes yeah cool yeah yeah sweet 
Uh, drivable train, take control of Call of Duty Warzone's first controllable mobile point of interest. As it stands, new drivable train complete with forward and backward engine controls, a buy station, UAV tower, horn, ammo depot, and guaranteed legendary supply crate with a handbrake in the caboose, rear carriage for tactical braking. Um, that's it. Um, the horizontal zip lines from building to building, new vehicle, the Coyote, which looks sick. It looks like one of those like tack vehicles from like Ghost Recon. Um, it looks really sick. Um, returning contracts, new public events, and updated strongholds. Uh, the full buy, oh, big bounty contract. Activate this contract to put a big bounty on the player with the most eliminations in the match. Oh, Take them out and then advance your AVs. So, man, you're just like calling out the best players. That's crazy. Um, fly by a public event, a new public event arrives in, yeah, arrives in Urzikstan where there's a chance that multiple drones will fly in to drop additional buy stations into the war zone. Uh, updated strongholds in order to make each map unique strongholds will now have been moved to the public event system where there is a percentage chance of them becoming accessible to infiltrate now. Oh, so they're not just on the map now. There's a chance for them to become a public event. So it's... So this, uh, this is to stop good players from just hitting strongholds, getting a loadie, getting a, a chain gun taken out of Juggernaut, and then just having their loadout for the rest of the game. This is really trying to bring it back to, like, everybody's going to be on an even playing field. They might have strongholds, like a public event might happen where a stronghold's on the map, but that's going to be, like, one of those, like, one in ten sort of game things, which Fuck yeah. is good. It it's going to piss off a lot of good players who can't like, because they're all about, I should have my loadout fast. I need my loadout now. This is a way to get my loadout. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good change. Uh, new perks. Um, new perks are tack pads, improved slide distance and allows for full aim down sights while sliding along with increased uh, stance transition speeds. Uh, the commando gloves enables reloading while running. The quick grip gloves increases your weapon swap speed. The climbing boots increases climbing and mantling speed. Overkill allows you to pick two primary weapons. Oh my god, Overkill's back. I don't know why Overkill wasn't there at launch. I guess they're taking our anger into account and they're actually adding that shit in, so that's good. Hang on, but hang that's hang sort on. of. What do you mean, Overkill in Modern Warfare 3? Yeah. Is there? You gotta wear a vest. Oh, wait, it's a perk. Sorry, I'm with you. Yeah, you've got to wear a vest in order for it to happen, and people didn't like that, so now they're adding the perk in. Oh, wait, we're not I don't know what they're going to do about that vest. Back to Modern Warfare 3. And no, these are just, yeah, new, new perks, I oh, think. Oh, okay, um, cool. In general. Um, nice, nice, nice. What's this? Um, wait, what is this? Oh, we're still talking about uh, perks. Um, so these uh, seem to be Warzone specific. So Irridated, move faster and take less damage while in gas. Tampered, uh, now also available as custom perk. Tampered allows you to refill your armor plates to full with two plates instead of three. Oh, okay. Oh, tempered. Um, Combat Scout, bullets you fire briefly ping an enemy for you and your squad. Hitting the enemy from further away increases the ping time. Um, resolute, when taking damage from gunfire, this grants you a short bonus to movement speed. Shrouded, drop a smoke grenade when downed. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Mountaineer, reduces fall damage. Stalker, increases strafe and ADS movement speed. Escapist, increases downed, prone, and crouch speed. Primed, oh, I need to put escapist on. Primed, accuracy and time to aim down sights is improved while jumping. Facility, delayed trigger explosives while sprinting. Warns at nearby enemies' equipment and reduces combat noise. Um, there's a new gulag. 
um, at launch. It is a 1v1 gulag. Thank God. Um, they have, oh, we've seen this already. We've seen this already. It's got the Ascender, so replacing the overtime player, players now need to use an X-fill rope that drops from the middle of the Gulag, um, and you grab onto that rope and you go straight to the top. First person to the top wins, but it also gives the person on the ground, like, you can't just fight behind a wall and get on flag. If you want flag, yeah. you've got to go straight up, and that gives the enemy a chance to shoot you down. So it's like a 50-50 like a shot you're going to get it from that. Uh, gulag public events. Several new public events may occur within the gulag, such as go again, an additional gulag attempt if you fail your first fight, cash grab, more money on the floor with a big stack in the middle of the map, and locked and loaded weapons, a uh, AMG plus SMG loadouts with full armor, um, helping the victor by bringing back so much needed power into the matches. Um, this is going to be 50-50 of people like this. Night Vision Gulag will happening mid-season. Uh, MVG has a new name as the Gulag will occasionally go dark while equipping operators with Night Vision goggles for a new fun twist on the Gulag experience. Fun? Oh, yeah, that's going to be controversial. That's 50-50 shot. <laughs> um, so... More stuff to come mid-season. Champions Quest and all that fun stuff. New event, Merry Codmas. Krampus is back. Just kidding. Instead, you get into the festive mood with Codmas. This holiday event brings new challenges and rewards, some visible, some hidden to the Urzikstan map in Call of Duty Warzone in the form of Deck the Halls, Zombie Santa, and Sleigh Ride. Uh, Sleigh Ride Resurgence, limited time mode. Nothing says festivities quite like a new limited time mode. Um, prepare for holiday theme take on Resurgence as you're in for a number of treats. Deck the Hall, Santa has delivered presents for, uh, across Urzikstan by a number of holiday crates. Open the TACMAC to reveal the location in the match and get to the trees to earn rewards in the vicinity. However, be ready to fight for your spot as a flare is sent up when operators interact within the immediate area where the crates are found. Those who hold the point the longest will be gifted the chance to meet Santa or at least something that used to be Santa. Um, oh, I'm going to send you this photo in a minute oh my god zombie santa once an operator obtains a key from deck the halls a merry portal will appear take the portal to face off against a zombified juggernaut's santa oh my god he's juggernauted that's sick but he doesn't look like a juggernaut um defeat this evil incarnation of santa before rummaging in his massive sack for a variety of valuable loot I'm going to send you this photo. I'll send it in a minute. I'll send it in. Uh, Slayer Ride. Santa has taken over the train in Urzikstan, and it looks like a giant sleigh. Uh, per his usual modus operandi, Santa will be handing out presents to well-behaved operators he meets. Those who choose to be naughty, on the other hand, will be met with heavy resistance. Uh, snowball fights. As part, of, uh, as part of both the player's default loadouts, as well as the ground loot represented by the snowflake icon on the tech map, you can find these rarer, lethal snowballs all over the map and more. The Codmas event will feature a new challenge in Call of Duty Warzone and multiplayer during the 12 days of Codmas. Complete these challenges to earn rewards. Um, Sounds all right. So here's a general overview. So there'll be new perks and aftermarket parts. Um, uh, season 1 brings five free new weapons and nine aftermarket parts. Uh, two new operators, uh, brand new Black Cell, brand new Season 1 Battle Pass. There'll be new store offerings, including Santa and bundles related to Dune and the boys. Um, seasonal progression, uh, level pass 55 and enter prestige ranks with new challenges, rewards for both multiplayers and zombies. Um, additional comms regarding the future of DMZ. That's interesting. Okay, well, we I thought some, that mode was dead. Yeah, we had some comms come out today that basically said that. So, I don't know. Interesting. 
I wonder what I'm doing that. CDL announcement. Um, Call of Duty League launch pack and earn rewards by watching the pros compete starting December 8th. And then, yeah, we've got the five new weapons that we went over before. We've got the X, uh, XRK Stalker, which is a sniper rifle. The Ram 7, which is an assault rifle. The Storm Mender, which is a launcher. Oh, my God. Oh, sick for a launcher then. That's sick. Um, the HRM 9, which is an SMG. And the TAC Evolvery, which is an LMG. Um, and season one brings new aftermarket parks, including a jack purifier, a new flamethrower under barrel attachment for multiple weapons available via the season one battle pass. Uh, note that aftermarket parts usually attached to a specific weapon or class of weapon, as detailed below. Holy shit! There's a, a the 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 hand cannon, the pistol, the 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 tier is getting jack beholder rifle kit, so you can turn that fricker into like a marksman rifle. Um, the purifier is the flamethrower. They're adding a double barrel kit to the rival, and they're adding a new sight as well to a couple of other guns. Um, very cool. Lots of cool aftermarket shit. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, brand new battle pass, and the battle pass also has stuff that's usable in zombies now. So there's zombie specific little sectors on there as well, which is good, which is like sort of, I think, going to break up just them like pissing out a useful a useless emblem and stuff like that if you're just a multiplayer player then that sucks for you but it's also nice to see the battle pass is also giving zombie players something to grind for um i think we, we should all appreciate that um uh new operators abolisher looks so freaking cool um yeah this is just going over all the seasonal skins we're getting a new weekly challenges um so yeah we're gonna get eight weeks of challenges like i said we would and if you do all eight well like complete all uh eight weeks of challenges you're gonna get a coherence weapon camo um the new prestige emblems look freaking great um i like it a lot um okay so here's the future of bmz we would like to thank the entire community for their support and continued feedback on the DMZ beta. Infinity Ward and all development teams who contributed to the creation of DMZ are incredibly proud and delighted to see the enthusiasm and participation that you've shown since this release. And to see so many players pouring into Modern Warfare Zombies mode in the Modern Warfare 3, which has many DMZ-inspired gameplay aspects to it. No, it's DMZ with zombies in it. Uh, beginning with next week's launch of Season 1, DMZ beta players can continue the mode via... Uh, the Call of Duty Warzone section of COD HQ. The DMZ beta will remain fully playable across all current DMZ content, including El Masra, Ashika Island, Complex, Building 21, Vondal, as well as all DMZ missions. This mode will not be available or interact directly with Modern Warfare 3 or Call of Duty Warzone, which means progression in any new MW3 or Warzone content, including Battle Pass or Store Bundles, will not sync or carry back to the DMZ mode. Also, DMC progress will not apply to new battle passes beginning with Season 1. We recognize that not having cross-progression with Modern Warfare 3 and, Modern War and, and Warzone may be frustrating for some players, but we felt now was the time to take all the learnings from the beta that we could apply towards future development efforts as we evolve this style of play. We also know that many players will still enjoy the mode and wanted to ensure that everybody can keep playing, which is why we are keeping a variety of content available. Going forward, development teams will continue to evolve these dynamic open world experiences into the future. We look forward to sharing updates when we're ready. So just so everybody at home understands, this is them saying you can still play it, but we're never going to do anything with it ever again. That's a fair summary, I think. Uh, the 2024 Call of Duty League launch uh, packs are coming out, and these 
these look so much cooler than the sweatshirts we had in MW2. Holy shit. Jack, are we back, baby? Are we, are we going back to rank, baby? Oh my god, bro. They look sick. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, Modern Warfare 3 celebrates the 20th anniversary of Call of Duty with one of the greatest collections of multiplayer maps ever assembled, including modernized versions of all 16 launch maps from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, plus the introduction of an all-new open-world zombies and campaign that finds Task Force 1 for 1 facing off against the ultimate threat, Vladimir Makarov. Brave to bring up the campaign. Um, upgrade to the vault. I'm not pimping your vault edition, mate. You can go suck yourself. I already bought the stupid thing. I'm not pimping it out to other people. It's not worth it. Um, that's it. That's everything coming in season one. Big season. And I skip shit. So, like, yeah, it's big season. Holy shit. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm interested to see um, how much really changes. You know what I mean? Like, it looks like a lot. But like, like a lot of this stuff is like, you got to look for it. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to look for Santa. You know, you've got to look for these ether rifts. You know, you've got to finish this battle pass to take advantage of a lot of this cool shit. You know, you've got to hope that these maps like are in there. You know, hey, they've added new kill streaks. Hope you're good enough to get the kills to use them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they've added a lot of stuff for the people that are really hungry for more stuff. And they've added, Which is good. They've added a decent amount of stuff for me that are just like, oh, we got the new map this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it's yeah. a pretty well balanced season. To be fair, yeah. Like, is it? I think they've done pretty well. Yeah, like, I couldn't give a fuck about that EMP, but you're right. Like, 13 kills. Like, I'm not going to equip it, so like, doesn't yeah. matter. Irrelevant. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a good balance of content, and um, I don't know. Like I said before, I think it was kind of nice that we got this month of just. Just like one warfare two maps and um yeah, no. I think it's coming at a good time. Feels good. Yeah. It's good. It's a good time. Mm. Well, before we leave for another week, let's talk about next year's card because <laughs> shit is already leaked for it, man. So this is over on Press Start, right? So I'm just gonna read Press Start's article. It's very interesting. So this year's Call of Duty game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, may have only just launched, but we're already beginning to hear the first rumblings of 2024's title. Um, now this is stuff that I've spoken about on the podcast before, but it's nice to see like the press start and a whole bunch of people talking about it now, which sort of ends uh, like leads like a little bit more lends a little bit more credence to the rumors that I've been talking about. Um, it's in development of Treyarch and it's supposedly a new Black Ops game set during the Gulf War. Um, uh... Uh, Windows Central is reporting from multiple sources familiar with Activision's plans that the game will take place during an early 90s conflict between Iraq and a US-led coalition. According to the reports, Call of Duty Black Ops 6, or potentially Black Ops Gulf War, um, will focus in on a more traditional and familiar Black Ops military technology, which is sure to be good news for those put off by the modern such future text um, stuff from the modern and advanced warfare type uh, entries. It's apparently had a lengthy development period already, and Windows Central says that it may have an especially lengthy early access period ahead of launch at the tail end of 2024. Now, they don't talk about this, but I've been snooping around, and from what I can glean, the rumor is they will have a quote-unquote vault edition that will give you... um, if you have this vault edition, you will get access to the campaign a month before the game comes out and multiplayer two weeks before the game comes out. That is the rumor online at the moment. I hope the multiplayer thing isn't true. 
But I don't mind playing a COD campaign a month early. Gives me time to get out of review and then actually drop into the freaking multiplayer. But it's just interesting that they're doing this whole thing early. I kind of like the week early thing that we just got. I think a campaign a week early is is probably as far out as you should leave it. Because, like, I mean, I get they're trying to drop campaign early, so when it drops on day one and the multiplayer opens up, you can go in there and you're not falling behind anybody. I get why they do it. But if the rumor of a month early is true, I want to know why. Like, I want to know why a month. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I mean, I, I didn't have time this year, but, like, last year when they dropped the campaign a week early, it felt nice to be able to go play that campaign. And then when you're left wanting more to play the multiplayer, like, you can sort of you don't go back to you don't necessarily have to go back to the last cod to fill that void like you, you don't have long to wait but if it's a whole yep. month like it's gonna be jarring to play that and then go back to Modern Warfare 3 for a couple of weeks or i, I think know, it's just gonna know. be like this is gonna sound bad but this just feels like a dirty cheap way to sell a 180 dollars edition of the game hey play the campaign a month early and guess what now you can get into multiplayer two weeks early before general public <laughs> It's not like calling max level. money. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. profitable. Like, it's not like they sell three copies a year. Like, fuck. I don't mind if the campaign thing is real. I hope the multiplayer thing isn't real. I hope it's not two weeks early. But I've seen that a couple of times on, like, Reddit and all yeah, that sort no, of shit. And... I, I, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I think a week early is a friendly, like, friendly thing. But a month early, yeah, feels grubby. Yeah. And the multiplayer oh, yeah. really feels disgusting. But anyway, we'll see what we get. Maybe Microsoft that is... will... Uh, Microsoft loves a good five-day early access, so we'll see what happens. Oh, true. Microsoft's in charge. That'll be interesting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been your Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Season 1 special episode. <laughs> I guess that's basically all we spoke about. But uh, yeah, no, very keen. Very keen to see where COD goes. Um, season First seasons are always pretty good. I think it's like when you get to the third season and midway through second season where you really start to see whether or not the game is like going to have legs and keep people interested. Um, but as it stands right now, I'm interested. And uh, I look forward to season one launching, getting my hands on some new operators and some rank mode. Um, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think wherever you are on the internet. Don't forget to follow for more awesome gaming goodness. Uh, but that's going to do it from us this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, we will be back next week with more gaming goodness. Um, Jack, thank you for joining me, mate. Thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, until then, may all your games be good ones, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.